Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. And we are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight, got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet, cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey everybody, welcome back to Home Dad Chat. It is uh, coming up at the beginning of December now. And uh, man, count down those days until all the fun holiday stuff kicks in. Of course, I imagine most of you probably are you know, had to take an unbutton, maybe one of the buttons or your zipper on your, or your fly there to get a little bit of room after eating all the turkey and stuffing and everything else. I know I probably uh, ate a bit too much. And so, uh, and you know, you can't get away with uh, watching enough football as well. But uh, tonight we're going to have some fun just uh, talking about some holiday movies, mm-hmm. uh, movies that uh, Danny and I like, movies that uh, people might consider Christmas or holiday movies, and maybe some that people maybe they don't or they want to argue about it and i'm totally fine with that like i love a good movie argument um (laughs) and so we'll be we'll be discussing that but uh also too uh before we get into all of that we're gonna talk a little bit of uh serious life uh before we get into the the fun stuff because um with it being the holidays um you know mental health is something that should definitely be kept at the forefront, especially uh, self-awareness, honestly, of what's going on and, you know, getting around your family and uh, just all the intensity that comes with that can be a little bit unnerving. Uh, And so um, Danny and I wanted to talk a little bit about just some different ways that that might be able to help you out. And so I'm going to let Danny start this out uh, and I'll see where I can step in because I feel like Danny's become quite the expert at talking about mental health <laughs> and uh and so and which is great that. well yeah but you know you, you you do a good job with it man honestly and you've, you've put a you've put a good uh a good platform out there for for guys to be able to jump on and help out so uh yeah man yeah. what what do, you, what do you think about uh you know all this you know holidays and pandemic and just politics and all this other crazy stuff going on in the world um how, how do you go about like functioning during all that. Yeah. It's, it's really surprising how stressful something, something so amazing can be, you know, you get this, let's go Thanksgiving dinner. And it's, if you think about it, and if especially if you think about the memories you have of it, or you maybe you'd had as a kid and this amazing time with your family, running around with your cousins or hanging out with your you know brothers and sisters, or your parents having a big meal, everybody doing their thing. There's always like stories about, you know, um, this person needs to bring their dressing and this person's got to make the mashed potatoes and all the stuff that goes with it. It can be so much fun. And in hindsight, of course, it always is. You look at it and even the things that went wrong, oh, you burned the rolls again or whatever, which is famous at our house, um, or at least at my mom's house. Um, we'd always burn the bread. My mom would always burn the bread. It's just That's what sacrilegious did, you know? in my family. Right. That is sacrilegious. We you can't uh, do that. <laughs> right. We started bringing extra because we knew that, oh. you know, it's just if it happens and and every time my mom would be like, oh, I, I just, I got distracted. I put it on for six minutes or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I got more bread in there already. <laughs> We know you burned it. It's fine. Um, you know, but it's funny in hindsight, you know, yeah. and my mom would laugh about it um, every year. I mean, she would laugh about it even at the, 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 at the dinner table, we were eating crunchy rolls and she was fine with it. Um, but <laughs> is it, the, 
Is that like the turkey from National Lampoon Christmas? You're like, put some more gravy on it. <laughs> get a little more gravy. Put a little yeah. more butter on that bread. Right. Yeah. And you just, you know, and you get past it. You enjoy, you do what you can do, but there's so much about it that's so stressful. Whether it's, I mean, just simply as a full-time caretaker, get your kids dressed up, you know, and that's the worst. Hopefully you don't, don't have to wear like the, the, the holiday sweaters or whatever, or a shirt and tie, even on your uh, kids or put them yeah. in a dress, pajamas, whatever. I don't care personally. Um, do it, you know, get them comfortable, but even that, get them up, get them dressed, get them in the car, drive them two, three hours to grandma's house. And yeah, it's an amazing time and I wouldn't want to miss it, but it is so stressful and it is so draining. And at right. the end of it, you just kind of walk away like, Oh God, we just go home now. I'm so tired. And definitely overeating. Um, I eat my feelings, so I'm definitely going to be eating a lot this uh, this Thanksgiving. Um, but the reality of the stress behind it is where I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit, just to, to see that one, we all get it, um, whether we're, you know, where we have issues with mental illness or mental health or not, anybody can get stressed out this time of year. Yeah. Um, there's so many things that we can put upon ourselves that are just like because we're going into the Christmas season. Did I buy so-and-so a gift? Did so-and-so get what I, you know, get me what I wanted? What about my kids? You know, am, am I, am I doing too much? If I'm not doing enough, how do I do all the things, the traditions that we're supposed to do? How do I get my Christmas card made if you do that? And it all just comes down to being stressful. Yeah. Um, and I want to just tell everybody, especially because, you know, you mentioned it before, but we do have a, uh, a, mental, a mental health check-in twice a week um, with the National At-Home Dad Network for all of our at-home dads and a, and a couple of extra dads, uh, other dads from another group. And it's a good moment to just sit with other people that are kind of in your situation, right? Yeah. And just, just talk, just say, this is what's going on and have those people go, yeah, right. I know that stinks, man. Or yeah, right. That was amazing. I'm going to do that with my kid this year or whatever, because it's good. And it's, you know, not as good, but having that support group is incredibly beneficial for me personally. I have people that I can fall on basically if, yeah. uh, if things get bad and I have the privilege, I think of being a part of the support group for other people. And that's something that I want to say this week be uh, this week actually is the week before Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, but for this week, we had canceled the mental health check-in for Thursday because it falls on Thanksgiving, but we're still there. We're still available, you know, for anybody that gets stressed out, anybody that might get, you know, overwhelmed by what's going on. We have the ability to reach out to each other and say, That's Hey, awesome. I just, I need just, I just need to know that, that someone's in this situation with me yeah. and all through the Christmas season and all probably through the next year. And from now on, we'll still have that support. And if you're looking for it, if there's a place, you know, if you don't have a place, I just say that you can find the support you need as, especially as a primary caretaker and at home dad, especially that's kind of where our focus is, but men in general too, there are places for you to reach out to. Yeah. And I want people to understand that we all get stressed out. We all get upset. And well, and I think, I think to you, like that in that, in that situation, it's good to go back to the old school way of things, man, like exchange phone numbers, mm -hmm. you know, too. Like I, I was, I was telling you that before we jumped on here, like I, I give my phone number out to people and, you know, my wife knows like at any given time, like I might mm -hmm. get a phone call or a text message. Someone's just like, I just, I just need to talk for a few minutes. I'm like, great. Like, let's do it. And just have a few moments to just sit in the bedroom or now that I've got this office space, which is nice and be able to, to do that for a few minutes. And, mm -hmm. you know, basically at the end of like five minutes of conversation, be like, do you feel better? Is that, 
did you get enough off your chest or mm-hmm. you need to talk about something else? And, you know, most times it's been always just like, Nope, that's all I needed. That's great. Thank you so much. I yeah. get back in there and, you know, hopefully can finish out the rest of the day. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, that's a, that's a big thing, especially with what you got, what you guys have built, um, you know, on the Thursday nights, uh, check-ins and stuff like, you know, make sure you got, the phone numbers of those guys so that that way mm-hmm. they know and, and anybody that if they're not connected you know and you just listen to this podcast like you know get connected reach out to somebody you know if you're in like the closed group like you know get involved in that we even i even just started up a discord uh, account and actually have like a, the guys who come into the dad lounge they all are in there and if you join the dad lounge and you want in all i gotta get is your phone number and i can get you into the discord channel there and then that way you have even more contact with guys to be able to talk to. So yeah, man, I think that's awesome. I, I love that. That's, that's great. I'm glad that, uh, that you're, that there's that open communication going on. Yeah. And if anybody needs it, just reach out, you Definitely, can reach yeah. us, reach us through anchor too, as well. We have the phone number there. You can leave a voicemail or, yep. you know, email or whatever you need to be. Yeah. You can email us at podcast at at home Super, super easy email. Danny and I will both get it. So one of us will answer right. it. That's right. I always tell everybody, I'm like, I have my phone on me at all times. And it's funny. I get people that look at me weird. I'm like, no, really? Like I get a message and you get an answer like within a a few minutes, unless I'm like super busy doing something, which is very rare. I can Mm -hmm. usually like, you know, fake going to the bathroom for five minutes to answer a message. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's the, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way you do it right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely take advantage of that. Don't, don't feel like you have to sit in your feelings uh, where, you know, you're going to wallow and whatnot and just sit in that pit of despair. Like there, there is yeah. a way out and there is always a hand to pull you out of it. Mm-hmm. So take advantage of it for sure. Well, kind of switching gears a little bit. So the mm-hmm. holiday season is in full swing uh, with everything, you know, coming forward and so many different uh holiday events taking place uh actually tonight you know my family we went to the festival of lights which is a big light like christmas light show um you can walk through the zoo here in cincinnati and they've got all kinds of awesome christmas lights santa claus all kinds of like you know the festival stuff that you have cincinnati's good on every single day for their lights pretty much i mean we had uh, just some amazing pictures that we took uh, throughout that week while we were there in cincinnati for oh, the yeah. con and it was just like wow how do they do this i mean we went over we went under a bridge i think it was you and i actually we were driving and instead of having just the pale like white lights under it they had multicolored lights as we drove through and it yeah. just looked amazing i'm like this place knows how to do lights for yeah. sure they they definitely pride themselves in their in their ability to do lights. They actually do a thing in the summer, which is really cool, and they call it light up the river, um, or light up the banks, or something like that. And so, like Paul Brown Stadium, uh, Great American Ballpark, like all that stuff, it's all lit up for an entire evening, and you just get all the professional photographers and whatnot out there just snapping these shots because it comes down on the river, and you get these a beautiful things. So, yeah, wow. uh, sure, the zoo must have been amazing. The zoo's awesome. It's actually been voted like the number one like light display in the country for like three or four years. So, uh, wow. for like yeah, so it's it's pretty neat. There are like thousands upon thousands of lights. They actually start putting them up in like July, which is really fun to like walk through and like see the lights like being put up on the trees and stuff. So I mean it takes a while. You gotta put a yeah a lot of put a lot of effort into it. But um so we did that. We just walked around and, and checked that out and that was a good time. And um 
yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that is, it's what's coming into play. I told my wife, I really wanted to go to Germany at some point because of just the amazing, like Christmas shops and, and village stuff mm-hmm. that they have and different things. So, you know, it's down the road, we'll do that. But along with all that, man, I love vegging out watching like Christmas movies. That's, mm-hmm. I, I love movies in general, but Christmas movies, there's just something like special uh, about that. And there are those that are like the quintessential Christmas movie. Like you just know, cause it's like, it's set in that time period of, you know, everything going on. But then there are those that they might have like a hint of Christmas in them. And you have to question like, is it a Christmas movie does it or fit? is it, does it fit a Christmas yeah. movie? So I'll, I'll say this. So like some of my favorite actual Christmas movies are like mm-hmm. the home alone series, only one and two, anything past that doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Macaulay Culkin or nothing. That's um, right. That's right. So home alone series one and two, um, national lampoon Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. um, is another big one. Uh, elf, um christmas story yes um gosh what else is there that i can put into that basically like the old school like rudolph's frosty the snowman like that that whole setup of like the claymation um yes is, is how, a definite, how the grinch stole christmas how the grinch stole christmas definitely uh, my top five so uh, charlie or uh, charlie brown christmas is definitely mm-hmm. part of that as well which by the way like real quick sidebar so charlie brown christmas was something that always showed on like abc like you know like that was the thing and then freaking apple comes in apple tv comes in and buys out that movie and puts it on their platform and says that this is the only way you can watch it mm-hmm. and i don't know if you heard about that or not but like last year people were like what the hell apple like <laughs> Jeez. And they ended up like making a deal with like PBS to like show, show the uh, peanut movies, like shows on PBS. Cause at least, at least it's, mm-hmm. you know, public access or whatever, yeah. but man, that was, that's been, that's, that's pretty good. Cr- I mean, that was like, dude, like talk I, honestly to me, like, I'm like, that's kind of sleazy. Like that's straight up the Grinch right there to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a tradition. This is one of the, I mean, yeah. I think every person living in the last three generations brought well i don't know but yeah probably easily. The three generations easily, easily yeah. yeah have have seen that movie know what the peanuts are know what the peanut christmas movie is it's all there yeah you know the great yeah. pumpkin all of those things that's yeah. just a and part of the and they took them know, public domain at this point <laughs> yeah you would think so you would think but so nope. but they all went to apple tv so it's kind of a screwy situation there but yeah so those movies um mm-hmm. i'm trying to think so uh i, I always find like the nightmare before Christmas to be like a combination of Halloween and Christmas. Personally, mm-hmm. it, it, it yeah, floats yeah. and it floats through the whole thing right there. It's a uh, great it, movie. Yeah. Um, so some controversial ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here, let me step back one time before we get into that. So national lampoon Christmas vacation, a little, a little bit of a, like, did you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. in national lampoon Christmas vacation, you have Russ or Russell, the, 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 the son in the movie do you know who that kid grew up to be who he is now as an actor did i tell us no i told you off camera just told me all right okay i just told you off camera so yes i do know but i've only known for seven days (laughs) (laughs) true true so i still went what no way (laughs) so i only learned this because of tiktok but that kid grew up to become leonard hofstetter 
the Big Bang Theory. He was also David on Roseanne. Like, same guy, mm -hmm. same kid. Oh, I was man, just like, David on Roseanne. God, yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Man. So, which is really weird too, because um, his love interest in Roseanne, um, I can't think of her name. Um, oh, Curly she Black. She came back for... She was in Big Bang Theory as well yeah. for a while too. Yeah, I don't uh, remember the actress's name. Yeah, which I thought was pretty pretty funny as well because they like had a really like kind of this like love hate relationship. It was hilarious. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, so yeah, so there's kind of a fun little thing about that. Um, so a movie that was set or that I would consider to be a quote unquote kind of Christmas movie, uh, the Gremlins. Grim Gremlins, the movie. You understand why? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was set at Christmas. He was looking for a Christmas gift for his son. Exactly. Uh, the whole thing takes place during the Christmas season. Because it's a Christmas gift. Exactly. Was, was, exactly. Uh, the Mogwai. Yeah. Yeah. So was his Christmas movie. Was. Yeah. Gizmo. You know the name of the Gizmo. Thank gizmo. You. Yeah. I remember Mogwai. I didn't remember Christmas. Yeah. So you had, gizmo. Giz, you had Gizmo and, you know, fed him and he turned into a got the gremlins or whatever. But um, yeah. Spike. So spike yep so that so that that to me is a christmas movie uh even though yeah you got the spike going I'm trying to yeah <laughs> get up there i don't know man it might take a little bit more yeah oh he's got a lot more than i do yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. um die hard yeah well known well known that that is uh thought of as a christmas movie Right. So it did happen at Christmas. There, there's an interesting uh, argument going about like, well, Die Hard, it, you know, it could have been set at any time. It didn't have to be Christmas. And someone argued back, well, no, it would have to be at Christmas because there is no other time in the year in corporate where you have that many people together in one building for a celebration like that. You no mm -hmm. other, no other thing. So it only makes sense that it's set actually in the Christmas time, which still then makes it a Christmas movie because that's the only time. I thought that was a pretty good argument personally. Yep. Not, not very Christmassy per se, but yeah, definitely. I would say it's, it would fall in line as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Cause like you said, it could not happen any other time. Now you, you said that, you know, you didn't really grow up celebrating Christmas, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you're a little bit older than me and I only saw this movie just recently myself, but have you ever seen white Christmas? The original with uh, yeah. Ben uh, Bing Crosby Bing and Crosby. Um, yep, Fred Astaire, Danny Kaye, or Danny Kaye, yeah, Danny Kaye, not Fred Astaire, Danny Kaye, Kay. yeah. But um, but yes, absolutely, yeah. And I've seen almost everything that Danny Kaye was in, I think, and almost everything Fred Astaire was in, I think, because they were amazing. Singing um, in the rain, Gene Kelly and Gene Kelly, yeah, Fred Gene Kelly, but yeah, yeah, yep. Gene Kelly as D'Artagnan in the Three Musketeers. Oh, that was one of the most amazing movies that because I'm love okay. the Musketeers. So yeah. yeah, but definitely not Christmas movies. But no, um, definitely not a Christmas yeah. movie. But still, yeah, I've seen all of those uh, from when okay. I was a kid because they they were on all the time. Um, I never sat like and watched it end to end at any point, but it was they were always on. It was every year, and the songs really what hit it for me because yeah. Christmas songs above and beyond, no matter what your beliefs are. Most of the times when you hear a Christmas song, it's not only just iconic as a Christmas song, but it's just a very heartfelt, very um, loving type of song. You right. know, when they, when they start and they're singing it and how, and especially back then, um, Bing Crosby, I mean, you know, blah, 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 blah. He was just the dude <laughs> at the time. Right. And everything that he did was just amazing, especially when it came to things like Christmas songs, just very 
tone and everything it was cool and that you had all those performers back in the day that did like those old movies like that mm-hmm. and yeah they're they're very much in that that line of things i think it's interesting one movie that gets thrown into uh the christmas season like it, i think they usually play it on like network television every year is sound of music which doesn't even like i don't mm-hmm. see any way how that fits into being like a christmas mo- like in no way shape or form does it have any mm-hmm. like check yeah, boxes I don't think christmas happens at all in that movie so no and, but for whatever reason it gets played every year at christmas time mm-hmm. i remember just as a kid sitting and watching it with my, with my mom and my grandma and stuff at the house. And so, yeah, it's weird. I don't understand how that one, how that gets put in there, but Hey, network TV, you know, you gotta, you gotta sell, yeah. gotta sell I'll, airtime somehow. <laughs> I'll allow it. It's a, I love that movie. It's a good movie. Again, the yeah. singing. I love musicals and I love, I just, I mean, absolutely adore when she, just at the very beginning when she starts singing how the Hills are alive and I'm just like, man, I wish I could hit those notes. Yeah. You know, I just wish I could sing with you late, but of course she's nowhere near the trash can I sing in. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah. so speaking of musicals, I like musicals too. Uh, rent, uh, great mm-hmm. musical. Um, did you see where they came out with a movie on, hbo i think it is hbo max um it's called tick tick boom and uh it's Mm-mm. basically the story of how uh rent was uh oh, came about oh. and it follows the like storyline of the the guy the playwright um played by uh andrew what's his face that uh is spider-man i can't think of who what his last name is but um i've seen some amazing reviews for for that movie and uh i yeah, so there's like people who are like talking like Oscar buzz for him because of just how well he that's performed impressive. that. Yeah, so yeah. something to look into if you're looking for something that's a little more like probably like a newer musical uh, to check out, especially about a very famous musical on top of that. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's so many of those too. That's a whole that's a whole another show. We could talk musicals. I I'd be all about that, honestly. Which is something that probably most people wouldn't think that I would be maybe into, but, um, I was around that stuff quite a bit when I was yeah. uh, younger and, uh, I, I enjoy going to, to that kind of thing nowadays mm-hmm. when I get the chance. So, yeah, I just, I just love singing, you know, just like in the shower, in the car or whatever else. And those are songs you really just belt, you yep. know, you just, you have to pull it from the diaphragm and just all the way down and all the way out. And I love <laughs> the way they just put so much force behind the notes that they're hitting and the words that they're singing. Um, that's what I really love about musicals personally. Yeah. Um, did you see where, uh, they remade, uh, little orphan Annie and, uh, that's being, that's being brought out as sort of like a holiday type of thing, uh, here next week, I think it comes out, but they recast it, uh, reshot it. Um, it's actually going to be a live production. I think they've done that in the past few years where they, around this time of year, they do some sort of live production Mm -hmm. of a musical, but they've got like Harry Connick Jr. is playing the uh, the billionaire in it, and uh, uh, Little Orphan Annie is actually this uh, young uh, was it young black actress? Like I don't even know who she is actually. She's I mean she's like a child actor or whatever. But I mean she's got some she's got some lungs, man. She can belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see how that that all plays out exactly. But I'll definitely be watching that because it's going to be on live television. Um, I think it's like december 3rd maybe mm-hmm. so coming up here pretty soon so but, what would be your favorite like if you could only watch one christmas movie in the like october november december timeline 
right? Mm-hmm. What would be your one movie that you would say, yeah, this is it for me for Christmas. This is the movie that I'd watch. I'm going to have to go with National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. <laughs> I really right, am. Right. I, yeah, I, it's, I, I pride myself it's on, I pride myself on trying to deck out my you know yard with as much Christmas lights as I can. Um, not so much this year with my shoulder, but, uh, in years past, I've, I mean, I've, I've done a pretty good job of decorating, honestly. And I usually, my wife jokes at me and Corey calls me, uh, Clark Griswold quite frequently. I was, was going to say, yeah, we talk, we call it a, cause Marnie had asked me, she said, well, are you going to, you know, are we going to decorate for Christmas? And I said, yeah, we're going to be out of town for, cause normally we'll put up the tree and everything the day after Thanksgiving, you know, right. that, that Friday. That's what we do and, too we'll be out of town. So it's going to be Saturday afternoon or Sunday, probably before we do any of that. And um, she said, so are you going to, I mean, are you just going to put up a few lights or are we just going to really Clark Griswold this thing, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I love it that you know that reference. Cause I can't even, you know, she just doesn't even like that kind of movie really. She's definitely not a natural lampoon um, yeah. fan, you know, overall, but, uh, but, but you know what that means. Because oh, yeah. when, when he put it on, I mean, when he and his wife goes in there and I forgot her name, sorry, but she goes back into the shed and she's looking around and she flips the light on or whatever, yep. which powers the cords. And he can't figure out what's going on. And then they all come on and you can, I mean, you can see it from space almost. I mean, you can see his mm-hmm. whole yard and everything lights up. I'm oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, it's um, just got so many great quotes in it, honestly. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it really does. I mean, everything, you know, you, you've got gosh there's so many good lines in there mm-hmm. it's yep. and and then you've got uh george burns is in there he's got some great lines i mean uh <laughs> they want you to say grace what grace died well, how many years ago <laughs> they want you to say the blessing <laughs> <laughs> i've used that there. one at the dinner table before <laughs> oh have you nice nice mm-hmm. well i will say for me my hands down if I only had one movie, one Christmas type movie that I could watch for those three months, it would be Love Actually. Really? Yeah. Love Actually. Explain. Yeah. I'm very curious. Do you, you know that movie? Uh, is, I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know yeah. of it. What I what I probably if you you know if you say like what do you love? I love love. I okay. just love love stories. I love romance. I love the the in and out of a relationship. I love how people interact and and really come closer to being one person in a lot of ways. And love actually is just a a symphony almost of eight or nine different stories. Well, no, I think it was five or six different stories that all kind of wind together and they're all interconnected and you don't realize it. Okay. Um, they look like, you know, okay, this guy's over here and he's doing this and what's going on over there. We don't know. And then this person over here is doing something completely different. It ends up that they're related or this is their, you know, brother-in-law or whatever. They end up at the same Christmas party at the same Christmas play, which is just amazing. Um, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I know Cause there's a little boy involved in it. Isn't there? Yeah. And he's, he gives one of the perfect lines and he yeah. talks to, oh man, oh, I forgot his dad's name. The guy that was in Taken, uh, Liam Neeson, really, Liam Neeson. man, how did I forget his name? Just happens. But <laughs> Liam Neeson is his dad. Right. And oh, okay. he, and he looks at him and he goes in his, he's his Liam Neeson's wife has passed away and his son is very, very sad, of course, and, and grieving and just, um, and so he sits down with him says, I just, okay. So tell me first, I just want to know, is it drugs? And he goes, what? No. He goes, all right, well, is it your mother? And he said, yeah, but no. I mean, yeah, but no. And he's like, what, well, what is, what he goes, what is happening? Is the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to you. And Liam Neeson's like, oh man, what's up? What is it? And his son looks up and he goes, I'm in love. 
you know, and, and Liam Neeson's like, what? No, that's, a, oh my God, that's amazing. I was thinking of all these horrible things. And, and the kid goes, looks at him and goes, is it, is it the best thing? And Liam Neeson sits down suddenly goes, wow, no, oh no, I guess not. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and how he he fell in love with this girl at school, basically. And he um, goes in and he starts learning to be a drummer because she's a singer, you know, and her mom's a famous singer. And yeah. um, so she's going to be singing and she sings uh, All I Want for Christmas. And she also has the pipes and she really pushes that song and it was really great. But it just all of the stories that just co-mingle together in that movie. And they're all about people falling in love. You know, and it's it's like uh, a, cool. a guy who's a writer who meets the lady that clean. He goes like off to a co- uh, not a, a college, excuse me, a cottage by himself at a pond to sit and focus on his writing. He's got to get a book written. Right. And the lady that comes in and cleans the house and she speaks. Ooh, I don't know. It's like she speaks Portuguese. I don't remember, but it's a, it's not English. And he only speaks English and they can't really you know, relate to each other, but she's there so often and he's writing. And finally he, you know, he, he breaks out and starts writing and gets his writing done and what have you, and realizes that he's fallen in love with her. You know, he Hmm. drops her off at the, at the airport or whatever. And he's just like, I, I don't know how to even talk to you. I can't say anything. So he goes and learns her language and goes to her um, father's house and says, I, I'm, I'm here to marry your daughter. And he says it very horribly. It was awful. They had subtitles and what he said was just wrong. And so the dad goes, what? Okay. And he yells to his daughter and says, come down here. And, and the lady's sister comes down and uh, he's like, this man wants to marry you. And he's like, what? I don't even know him. And he's like, oh no, uh, it's your, your, uh, your other daughter, your other daughter. And so Again, speaking this horrible language. So they're going down to where she's working at a restaurant. And he's there. The whole town is following him at this point to see what's going on. And he goes in and he says to her in very horrible, whatever language they were speaking, um, that I love you. And will you marry me? You know, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, wow, that's, you know, it was very badly done. But, you know, it's still she, <laughs> she got the point. And she looks at him and says in English because she learned English to talk to him because she was going to come find him. Yeah, uh, because she'd fallen in love with him, too. And she says, yes, I will marry you, you mm. know, and it's just like uh, little floaty hearts everywhere. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Sounds like a good one. I, to, I might have to revisit that one then because that, that does sound good. Uh, now, I will say that there have been some really good movies made recently like that I've mm-hmm. seen on Netflix that really kind of encapsulate like sort of like the old traditional Christmas ways in a bit and almost somewhat like to like the roots of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, for one, like, have you seen the movie Claus that talks about like I, the or- origin of Santa Claus? It's like, it's like a cartoon. It's a, yeah, it's an animated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, have, yeah. It, it is it, really good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they, they did a great job just with folklore of, of Santa and, and everything involved with it. So I thought that was pretty cool. The other one I thought was really neat was um, the Christmas Chronicles that they put I out. I don't know that one either. So Christmas Chronicles is um, it. So that movie has Kurt Russell and um, it has. Um, oh, what is her? It's his wife, um, uh, Goldie Hawn. So oh, yeah, Kurt, yeah. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn as Santa and Mrs. Claus. Um, and oh, man, yeah. I, I mean, they, they hit the bill like with it, its action and, and it's I just it's just really well done honestly for you know a movie that just 
hey, like let's watch this as a family kind of thing. And it's it's mm-hmm. fun and it's got a lot of really neat things in it. So that's one that I thought was really cool. Or the, like just new movies that they've that they've been putting out mm-hmm. with with just everything. Uh, and I feel like sometimes people try a little too hard on movies the, uh, <laughs> when it comes to it. The CGI animated one, uh, Rise of the Guardians. I haven't seen, seen that. that. Where no. it's Santa Claus and Jack Frost. And I just looked it up a second ago so I can remember all the characters. But it's basically all the guardians of the holidays that are coming in. Okay. And um, they're trying to save basically the good in the world in Christmas. It's a really cool little, the kids love it. Yeah. Um, Jack Frost, Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. And I can't remember who the other person, I think he's Summer. But I don't remember who he is. But Jack Frost is very like, no, I'm not doing this. I don't know you guys. Very, very emo teenager. Jack, Jack Frost you know. is always like an emo character. Well, yeah, well, he's frozen. I mean, that's that's not not the movie Frozen. Don't get excited, kids. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's just he's he's so cold. He's so cold. He's, cold. The, he's a cold hearted guy. He is. Or in but, the words of an old song, he's a cold hearted killer. <laughs> Paul Abdul. Oh yeah, gold hearted snake. So what about? <laughs> Do you remember Serendipity with John Cusack and uh, Kate Beckinsale? I, I do. That's a that's been a while ago, but yeah, it's that's been 2001. A yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Not a new movie, and that I will say too is one of my tops because I love mm. John Cusack. Okay, I just everything that he's done, especially I mean from Better Off Dead way back, way back in the eighties or whatever it was. Oh, John um, Cusack does great film. movies. He's just yeah, Gross Point Blank was. Hands down, one of my favorite. I'll probably high, say fight, top high fidelity, man. High fidelity, definitely. High fidelity is definitely one of my tops and for him. Serendipity is right there too, and he just, you know, it's just all the movies that he's done have really been kind of just a little bit goofy and not quite serious enough. But that's kind mm. of really where he fell in, you know, even as a kind of a serious role, he still kind of goofed it up. But in Serendipity, it was definitely about. Yeah, I met this lady, and the lady said, "Yeah, well, if it's meant to be." I guess we'll meet again and just poofs, you know, and just ghost him. Yeah. And he's like, Whoa. and then years later they do happen to meet. Um, and it was just, I love the whole thought of it. You know, I don't really believe in serendipity per se, but I love the idea of it in that movie. Yeah. And again, John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale, and she's oh, just smoking hot. So, yeah. All right. Well, I got, I got a good one for you. This, and this one, uh, this one will be interesting. So have you ever seen the uh, 1986 version of Babes in Toyland? The 86? No, I don't think so. No? So the 86 version has a cast that involves Drew Barrymore. All right. And Keanu Reeves. Oh. Yeah. Those are both very amazing actors to me. So, yeah. And they're kids. I mean, this is is from, you know, 1986. They are... Uh, she she's like the little sister and uh, uh, like Drew Barrymore is like the little sister in it. And then you've got uh, Keanu Reeves is like the older brother, but yeah, yeah it's, look that up. I, it was something that I watched when I was a kid because at that time I was about six years old. So it was like the perfect timing on it, but yeah. Ouch. I, every time I hear like, wait, like every time I think about Christmas, I think of babes in Toyland as well. Cause it was like, Oh, like that's, yeah. that's a Christmassy movie. So I'm looking at it in 1934 was the one that the I'm original more, the black and white. Yeah, I guess yeah. it would. I saw, I hope it's the original. Were they even making films before 34? I don't know. That's a long time ago, man. Oh yeah. They've but, been um, making films have been around forever. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh yeah. Listed as a Christmas movie. But for me, I 
that is not anything. I mean, I'm, it is. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I agree. I won't, I won't argue with that, but at the same time, I never would have thought of that as a Christmas movie. That's not where mm-hmm. I, it's, it's just a freaking comedy. It They're is hilarious. John Candy, John Candy. I mean, yeah. And Steve Martin, man, mm-hmm. man's a genius. Well, and it's also funny too, that, that John Candy ends up in home alone, kind of doing the same sort of thing that he's doing in planes, trains and automobiles. Yep. So that, yeah, it's, that's, I think Does like he? a throwback for uh well, cause he's like in and the Uncle airport. Buck trying to get home can't do it so they rent a you know moving van it's like so you get the, the planes and the automobiles part mm-hmm. in it but yeah do, do you remember him and uncle buck i do man i that's love that one. movie so much well and and that's macaulay calkin in there too yeah yeah and he's like he goes up to the the lady at the because the principal or whatever is being all mean to his kid or whatever and being very demanding he goes up and she's got a mole on her face and he tosses her a quarter and he goes here's 25 cents go downtown and have a rotten rat and all that thing off your face and just walks out and she's just like <gasps> you know and the whole the kids are like uh you know and then they run out of course after uncle buck but he it really was just such a different style of parenting for him as opposed oh, to yeah. what his parents did you know because they're loving and nurturing and they're going to get this but every once in a while you got to pull a little uncle buck out of there in my opinion because every once in a while you're like yeah. oh, no, no no okay this is ridiculous i know polite is polite but yeah you're being really just mean to my kid let's just stop this you know another um, another movie though that's got sort of that like quintessential like different parenting styles of things mm-hmm. and everything jingle all the way Oh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, the yeah. Parenting styles of Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger versus Sinbad. I mean, yeah. those yeah, two yeah. guys is hilarious. Oh, That's so, awesome. And just oh, the no, way, I, I mean, that, that movie. movie is, that movie is just, awesome all around and mm-hmm. yeah i'm actually that's on uh i think it's on disney plus and i was like man i gotta watch this with the kids because this is hilarious mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll get a good kick out of it so uh are there any christmas movies that you do not like that your family just needs to watch or wants to watch and you have to watch with them i am not a fan of tim allen the santa claus santa claus really oh i was even gonna name that one i thought that was a great movie i like the okay so i'll put it this way i like the first one and they should have just stopped (laughs) because two was a bit of a stretch like what they were trying to do with the santa claus and then Uh with the marriage clause mrs claus yeah. yeah And then three just got stupid. Like, I don't even know what they were. It was this like, oh, you've brought like a war into this whole thing. Like it just, and and then Jack Frost was in there and, you know, like you just, yeah, they jumped the shark on three. Oh, it was crazy. I saw the previews. Like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) Uh, It was, it was horrible. I mean, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm just not a big fan of that franchise, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, like I said, the first one was fine. Like it made total sense and what was going on. But after that, it was like, they just reached way too far. Mm-hmm. So not a fan of those. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say mine because and that's why I asked, because this is something that I I'm going to see if my wife actually listens to the whole podcast. Like she says, she does. <laughs> we're a few minutes in here. And what I want to do for my wife is to watch little women, which is, considered a christmas movie it's on like really? the list of the best yeah i mean it's 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 not like top of the thing but she loves that movie she named we decided uh on our youngest child named elizabeth we call her lizzie because okay. of the character in little women and i don't i never read i don't think i've read the book and I, they I know just i've read, seen like the movie yeah didn't they just redo it 
Mm-hmm. Too? Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. They keep redoing it. It's great. Thanks, guys. Stop. But um <laughs> like Pride and that, Prejudice. It keeps that and, redone. Exactly. <laughs> that and Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. So, like my wife's t- you know, pinnacle Jane Austen. Yep. I can watch these movies anytime and every time. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay, let's go. Come on. Yeah, I'm just gonna put toothpicks to hold my eyelids open for the next two hours. Let's go. I would I yeah, I don't love. see little women as a Christmas movie. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to, gonna have to look into that one because I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to like I'm racking my brain right now. To being like where how does that fall on the line but i mean i haven't a read a lot the book, of the so. biggest scenes happen at christmas oh, okay okay they just happen around christmas time so that's why it's you know and and again my wife would take any excuse to you know it's thursday what's well, a very thursday movie thursday's mentioned i'm sure so let's watch it you know she's she would yeah yeah that and pride and prejudice and that was it was really cool is that pride and prejudice and zombies came out and um yeah and it was and i'm like okay let's watch this one and and we did and she liked it the characters are very cool they're very you know oh, very man. confident young women killing zombies you know and <laughs> and uh is that like abraham lincoln zombie killer right yeah, va- wasn't he vampire did he kill va- was it or vampire or no yeah it was vampire yeah and it was just like okay but it was uh, surprisingly well done for a zombie movie you know but anyway, yeah. So I, 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 again, if she listens to this, my love, I will happily, not happily, I will sit and watch without grumbling little women with you. If you oh. hear this on the podcast. All right. Well, we'll check back. Over. If someone me. tells her, Corey, she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't think that too. <laughs> she don't listen to the show. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. Marnie wants to. She's like, you know, like, you know, you got a lot on your plate. You get, I know you're busy. And we talk for an hour, man. That's, that's a, that's a big pill to swallow. So, um, yeah. Corey would probably yeah. be like, I've already heard you talk about that. I guess what she would probably say. <laughs> <laughs> I've already just, known that. Like, I don't need you to tell me. I know. Yeah. Well, just tell her, you know, Marnie listens to hear what Brock has to say. Maybe you could listen to what <laughs> Danny has to Dude. say. Come hey, on. Come no. on. Start that fight. Start that fight. <laughs> Listen, all right. That's a nice segue into the fact that just so you know, from the previous conversation we were having about, you know, like all the different stresses of being around family and everything. City Dads Group has a blog post that came out. Kevin McKeever wrote about de-escalating family fights with amazing tips during the holiday seasons, especially Thanksgiving. But I mean, I'm sure you can use it for Christmas as well. But uh, if I went and did that, I'd have to actually read this blog so that I knew how to like de-escalate the situation between me and Corey. I, I think you should link that in the show notes. Sir. I will. I hate I to will. give you more work, no, but that no, sounds no. exactly like the kind of thing that's why that I brought it up. Reading this yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's why I brought it up, man. It's all good. So, but yeah. Uh, so and I love Kevin McKeever. He's a great guy. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing blog writer. And, uh, you know, he's got some awesome stuff on the city dads, uh, group website. So uh, yeah, I will put a, I'll put a link in there for that. Cause I saw them post that and it's been getting pushed out on Twitter and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it like pop, it's been popping up a lot. And I was like, yeah, like this sounds great. I think he's also got another one on like Thanksgiving conversations to avoid at family gatherings. So <laughs> very important. I think very that, important. You know, and that could be holiday as well. So That's, much. That one's actually from a while ago. Someone wrote uh Pete uh a Pete Gilbert wrote that back in 2018, but I'm sure it's probably still very relevant for <laughs> for today. Maybe more so, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, so I'll put those links on there so people can definitely read those. Um, but yeah, man, Good I stuff. mean I, I love talking about 
holiday movies and I'm looking forward to watching them. We actually just watched a Christmas story with my kids the other day and they had a great time with it. Um, oh, the one movie that I didn't put out there because I haven't gotten to see it yet, but I'm really excited about because it comes out the 24th is um, of November is 8-Bit Christmas. It is the new oh, take. Yeah. It's the it's on HBO Max. It is the new take on the a Christmas story, but it's from the mindset of like the 90s and uh, or like 80s 90s 8-bit systems mm-hmm. and um you've got oh, yeah. um oh doogie hauser what's his name um neil patrick harris neil patrick harris is the narrator in it and it's basically talking about him as a kid um and it the oh, cool. previews look the previews look awesome and so i'm really looking forward to to watching that i was telling my kids about it i was like yeah i was like this is about like my childhood and i was like the one previous i was like would be like your grandpa's childhood kind of thing and mm-hmm. uh so they were like oh that sounds really neat so i'm excited oh, to good. see it it looks i mean it's got lots of kids and stuff in it so it's probably family friendly from that standpoint to me mm-hmm. it seems that way um so yeah who knows we'll see how that plays out but that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I really hope that everybody has a, a good, a good holiday season. Um, you know, there's a lot that's going on and I hope that at the beginning of our, our talk tonight that, you know, that helped maybe spark an, um, some just momentum in contacting somebody or, you know, doing something that lets you know that you have people that you can reach out to. Um, I know that, like I said, like Danny and I said, we've got ways for you to contact us. Mm-hmm. Please reach out yep. to people locally as well too. And don't, don't, uh, don't wait. Don't, don't, don't think that, you know, oh, I can handle this on my own type of deal. Like reach out to people, you mm-hmm. know, silence is a killer man. And, uh, yep. we don't, we don't want, we don't want to see anything happen bad. And we also, you know, we just want the best for everybody that listens to this show. Um, mm-hmm. So, And we uh, all need community. Yeah. We just all do. I mean, I need it. Brock needs it. We all just need that camaraderie, that brotherhood, that community, people that are part of our network. We had it when we were kids. And it was so easy because, what you know, we had everything in common because you didn't have any variety. In your, your, what do you want to do? Well, let's throw sticks at a, at, a, at, a, at a body of water. Okay, let's do that. And it was fun. You get older and things get a little bit rougher, but you still need that community. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the best person to be in everyone's community at all because I'm kind of awkward, but um, I will say there are people out there for all of us. And if there's anything you need, just just reach out. Yeah. Start building that community. Start building that back and forth because we all need it. Definitely. And it's been a it's been a rough year. So, yeah, hopefully everybody's, you know, finding ways to find your joy and um, find some ways to just uh, enjoy what's going on in, in life. Um, coming up in the next, in the next few weeks, as we finish up the, uh, the year 2021 and, uh, and everything, uh, hopefully we're going to get on, um, I, I'm really hoping, and I'm just going to put it out there, honestly, cause this will push me to do it, but I really want to get Ariel Eisenberg to come on and talk about Hanukkah. Um, he's mm-hmm. just a great guy to talk, talk to in general, but, um, I think that bringing him on to talk about his heritage and, and what he's celebrating in his house would be great. Um, and there's some things that have gone on in years past where our family, even though we're not Jewish, have jumped in on to, uh, you know, celebrate Hanukkah as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that that's going to be something that we're going to try to push for here in the uh, the upcoming future. And um, if there's a topic that you want to talk about that we haven't hit on, you know, 
throw us a throw us a line and let us know uh, what that is, and and we'll work to to get that put on there as well, and and see where it goes. We always like new topics, and there's plenty of them out there. So mm -hmm. <laughs> always happy to hear from you guys too. I really appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. That's the one thing I love more than anything. I love hearing guys that are like, I just was looking around and I just found your guys' podcast. It's probably one of my favorite things. And yeah, that that just always like makes my heart swell a little bit more. Yeah. So. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, I'm going to jump off of here, get the dad lounge going because it's about that time and got all the guys that are waiting to, to jump on and hang out for tonight for that. But until then, we'll uh, we'll talk to you all again real soon. Have a good one. Good night, everybody. I'm a dad. That's what I do.